0: Mobgowski Radio is produced by the White Guys Podcasting Group, inspiring pat yourself on the back Instagram posts describing one's own wokeness since 2015. And now, Mobgowski Radio. This is part two of our two part series You're Hot Then You're Cold, You're Yes Then You're No, You're In Then You're Out, You're Up Then You're Down. And now, without further ado, part two We Kiss. We make up. Let's, do, let's, let's Radiohead. do some fucking 90s. Let's do some Radiohead. Do you have any, any, any lead in here? Yeah.
1: Well, now we, we just finished talking about some real iconic 80s music here. And now it's time to move into some seriously iconic 90s music. Um, Radiohead and Counting Crows, I think, are uh, pretty prominent musicians of that decade. I uh, and it. I think, uh, although, you know, this is the 90s centric segment of our of our show. Airbag, which is the first song off of OK Computer, is really all about the twenty first century. And some of the stuff they talk about in OK Computer, you know, we've seen to come we've seen come to pass in the last few years. And even more so, even recently, you know. It's just a matter of time until the aliens come down. I guess that'd be uh, better than
0: my house getting burned down tonight, which I now have been told is a possibility.
1: Yeah. Well, hopefully, maybe the aliens will get to you first, and you'll you won't be in the house at the time. You'll be up in a spaceship getting your butt probed.
0: I'm gonna be drunk either way, so.
1: <laughs> well, you're sure, you probably would go a lot better if you <laughs> if you were drunk. <laughs> honestly, It loosen yeah. you up a bit. All right. Without any further ado, Airbag by Radiohead.
0: <laughs> exactly what they had in mind when they wrote. This. Yeah.
1: Exactly.
2: you would You should. Yeah. One more day up in the canyon, and it's one more night in Hollywood. And for so long since I've seen the ocean, I guess I should. I- She comes to me when I'm alone She comes to me, she holds my hand When I'm crying She comes to me, she shuts my eyes When you look at me, she tells me inside my
0: That was A Long December, and I'm Not Sleeping by The Counting Crows um, from uh, Recovering the Satellites, 96. Adam?
1: Yeah, um, first song we heard was Airbag by Radiohead, obviously off of OK Computer, which I want to say was like 98, 97, excuse me. Uh, And then Reckoner off of In Rainbows, which I want to say is 2007 um because it was like 10 years apart there was like a big like people like were trying to figure out if there was like some oh. code in there
0: is there yeah. are they thematically connected is
1: um so actually there's this really big theory that like in rainbows and okay computer are like two albums that are designed to like play together you're supposed to play the first song off okay computer then The first song off of in rainbows and like there's like it's actually i've listened to it before and a lot of the songs like fade out into each other like from the different albums like it might it's very likely that it's actually an intentional thing
0: is that like the thing with pink floyd though
1: might have actually been intentional if you listen i've listened to like the whole like in rainbows and okay computer like mix thing like before and like the order you're supposed to do it and it works like Mm -hmm. crazy well like definitely more likely to be intentional than uh, dark side of the rainbow, you know.
0: <laughs> Honestly, it sounds annoying, but I've done that with Planet Earth. If you're yeah. if you're pretty stoned and you're looking for something to do, any of your favorite albums that's a little more geared towards the towards the stoner community, that sort of sound. It's not a it's not a terrible move.
1: Oh fuck! That lion ripped out that gazelle's throat just as God only yeah. knows started. Well,
0: exactly, you start to project. <laughs> you start to project that sort of thing.
1: So that that stuff is fun, but it's it's always kind of like it's usually projection, but like, who cares? You know, you're having a good time. Usually, yeah. I mean, if you're stoned, usually like listening to music is already fun. Watching the TV right. is fun and trying to conjoin the two, you know. I don't know. OK Computer, everybody knows how amazing that is. Super solid album. Airbag, I that that just opening riff is so iconic too. I remember when I like learned how to play it on guitar, I just, you know, pulled out an electric guitar and just, you know, hit like three notes and I was like, oh man, it's so <laughs> cool. But Uh, In Rainbows um, from 2007 is probably, you know, after um, OK Computer, Radiohead really went away from the, like, guitar, like, band rock sort of thing that they did with Kid A and Misiac and, like, Hail to the... All of that was a lot more electronic. So uh, In Rainbows was, like, a really... Was, like, kind of a return to form of, like, more, like, guitar-oriented, like, rock, alternative rock music. And almost every song on that album is, like like a nine or a 10, I would say. It's super fun. I think a lot of people like really rank that album pretty highly as well. But, you know, people definitely associate Radiohead with like the 90s. Since the 90s, a lot of their albums have been like a lot more experimental and like less accessible and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I'm in the same
0: boat with Radiohead as I was New Order. I know the hits, never done, a, never done the dive.
1: Yeah, I got really into them, I want to say, maybe my sophomore year of college, I was feeling fairly depressed during that year. So this was a perfect, Same. you know, I don't know. It, it matched well. That's all I had to say. That's all I got to <laughs> say. Cool, 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 cool. Um, cool, cool yeah, cool, Radiohead, cool. cool. And, and also their uh, Moonshaped Pool, which which is their most recent album from 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't actually have anything to say about it either, so cut that out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard good things about Moonshaped Pool.
1: Yeah. As with uh, just about I, every, like, critical conversation. Right. Let's talk about Counting Crows, my my man. I've been
0: waiting for the whole podcast. I am a Counting Crows super fan. I adore Adam Duritz. They exist. Uh, The band leader, lead singer, songwriter. You know, everyone knows him as the the 90s, uh, you know, Mr. Jones around here, accidentally in love from the Shrek 2 soundtrack, uh, <laughs> which they were nominated but for an <laughs> Oscar for, which isn't hard. Basically, if you write an original song for a movie, you will get nominated for an Oscar. There's only five every year. <laughs> People maybe uh, pigeonhole them for being a certain sound, for being kind of like whiny, sad boy. But he's so much more. He's a brilliant vocal performer. He's like the best songwriter of his generation, in my humble opinion. He writes complicated, gorgeous lyrics. Um, But the band is not to be underestimated, which is why I chose these two opposite each other. Long December is sort of more maybe like the sound you would associate with Counting Crows um, off the top of your head it feels right for the times right now it feels like we're living in one long 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 december and then there's reason to believe maybe this year will be better than the last <laughs> but we have had no evidence uh, to point towards that as of yet everybody's like um, 20
1: 2019 fucking sucked how much worse could
0: it get like oh my god we start we start off 2020 with a we thought we were going to go to war with iran uh, oh that's right <laughs> holy shit <laughs> I not Forgot that? that
1: happened. Yeah, exactly. We were so close. <laughs> we literally forgot. We almost <laughs> went to war with Irene. Uh, speaking
0: of, uh, I'm not sleeping by the Counting yeah. Crows, which is what I'll be doing today. The, <laughs> well, I like the song because it's you know it's not very well known, but it's off off the same album as Long December, which is their second album after the super popular August and everything after. Interesting mm-hmm. fact about the Counting Crows: every single album they have released has sold a little bit less than the one previous to it.
1: (laughs) Just the steady. All the way
0: from 93. Um, This record is really good. It's dynamic. It starts like really heavy on the, it's really like rock centric and like power um, before going a little more reflective later on. I think this is one of their more unique in the range within, within one single song. You know, it has, like, ethereal quality to it with the sort of, like, long December sorrow, sorrowful subconscious notes. But then it hits you with some, like, kind of crazy production.
1: Yeah. Some, like, heavy that. guitar
0: stuff. Yeah, then the strings go crazy. It's got kind of an interesting song structure. It's kind, of an, uh, it's kind of an experience to listen to it straight through, like, really loud on one's headphones. Puts you in, like, a bubble. That's all I can really think about. Which is almost, like, verbatim what I said about that Fiona Apple album last week. But <laughs> Well, but there you go. But it, <laughs> but I don't have a lot of... I'm still learning how to talk to radio, so you guys got to bear with me.
1: Meanwhile, I've had a radio show for like four years, and I have literally <laughs> nothing interesting to say.
0: I just think it's like a fun song. Reminds you that the Counting Crows are more than, more than you think they are. Yeah. Uh, there's, my, there's, my, there's, my, there's
1: my thesis right there. All right. Well, that was uh, well-spoken at length. Someday, wait till, wait till my dissertation comes out.
0: Mob Radio is presented by Tom Cruise. One of the defining actors of his generation, Cruz has been a mainstay on screen for four decades. He excels at drama, comedy, and especially action. Famous for doing all of his own stunts, and also doing and saying really weird things, thanks in part to the so-called Church of Scientology. Are they drugging him? Is that why he's so goddamn positive all the time? Did they really cure his dyslexia? Did he really bug Nicole Kidman in the 90s? Why has he not seen his daughter with Katie Holmes in like three and a half years? Is it okay to obsess over his movies as much as I do? And him? I mean, oh my god, am I overthinking this? I think I'm overthinking this. Am I turning into Abed from Community dissecting the roles of Nicolas Cage? Because I think I am. Oh, fuck. I love you, Tom. I think. Is that okay? Don't bug me.
3: Bye.